0: Hello, I'm Jeffrey Mishlove (laughs) and... This is going to be a bit freewheeling today because I don't really have an agenda. But one thing I do want to say, I've been thinking about the In Presence monologue that I created uh, and it was released, as I recall, two days ago about becoming a cyborg. and I realized that I am much more akin to a cyborg than I appreciated because I have, in addition to a pacemaker now i have hearing aids that i wear and for the last 10 years i've been using a cpap machine to sleep with because i have sleep apnea so i've got now three different items and it just occurred to me i've got an appointment tomorrow with a doctor uh, to discuss a possible knee replacement <laughs> So between the knee replacement, the CPAP machine, the hearing aids, and the pacemaker, and not to mention i'll probably uh, yet get or be due for a hip replacement maybe two hip replacements and another knee replacement before i'm all done so uh, there's no doubt in my mind that our society is accelerating in the direction of uh, the interface between humans and human technology we are be coming part of the technology that we are creating and it's happening at a very rapid pace right now. Well, when I say rapid, you have to think of it relative to the uh, history of life on this planet. And that's an interesting thing to think about because life on the planet began, uh, it is said about 4 billion years ago. That's roughly when the first microbes appeared. And incidentally, to my understanding, those microbes were anaerobic. They gave off oxygen as a uh, poisonous byproduct. In fact, I understand in the early centuries of this planet, these anaerobic life forms began choking in their own pollution. All the oxygen that they were giving off was becoming deadly for them. and As a result, they mutated, in effect, and became aerobic, as we are. We breathe in oxygen. (laughs) instead of breathing it out. So, I suppose the anaerobic life forms were breathing in carbon dioxide or something like that, and breathing out oxygen. But it's interesting because they mutated, they went through a huge transformation as a result of all the oxygen that they had ended up generating in the atmosphere of this planet least that's the story I'm told. Now, uh, here's another thing to think about. If life on the planet is four billion years old and human life, as I understand it, modern humans such as ourselves have been on the planet, they can find bones of modern humans. Uh, that go back maybe 200,000 years. Well, 200,000 years in the uh, four billion year history of the life of this planet is really, really tiny. I think it, uh, it means it's like 120,000th of the uh, total history of life on this planet. And of those 200,000 years, we have had what we think of as civilization. Why, well, for no more than 20, I suppose, maybe only a tenth of the time, at most, that humans were on the planet. After all, written records go back only about 5,000 years. What a short period of time. And think of the enormous transformation of the planet that has occurred in the last 5,000 years. It's happening so rapidly we don't know where it's leading and in fact who who can say where it's going to go there's nobody who has any answers maybe some great leader will come along and set a direction for a, par- a portion of humanity for a period of time but that's about it unless there's some higher intelligence guiding us we're on our own and how's that going to work out you know as I think about the uh, solar system and the galaxy, and I think about the cosmos, and I love to think about the cosmos, I go out on the back porch of this uh, lovely large house that we have now Uh, purchased here in Albuquerque. and I love to sit out and watch the sky. We're at about a 6,000-foot altitude, so the sky is pretty clear. Even though we're in a metropolitan area, I can see lots of stars. In fact, it's beautiful late at night. These days, you can see Mars, Saturn, and Jupiter all at the same time. Brilliant in the sky. So, I think a lot about the cosmos and about the possibility of life on other planets. I wonder, for example, am I uh, likely to be reincarnated on a different planet? What would that be like? How many other civilizations are out there? And civilization is a funny word. I mean, what does it mean to have a civilization? Uh, how intelligent is our civilization when we seem to be creating global warming and uh, doing a lot of damage to the planet? Well, the planet will survive us. We may destroy ourselves. And I wonder is every civilization destined to destroy the uh, planet that gave birth to it? Is, is that what civilizations do? Because if you look at the history of evolution on the planet, you can see many examples where a certain species will become so successful that uh, it basically ends up destroying its environment and becoming extinct. Any number of species have already gone extinct. There's no reason to think that humans will be exempt. From that, but given our intelligence, given our visionary capacities, given our uh, spiritual grounding, given even our parapsychological capacities, don't you think it might be our destiny that we should overcome these problems that we're facing, these challenges, and that human civilization, or perhaps we will mutate into an even more advanced species, but it'll still in some sense be human, uh, Maybe we're destined to survive the very problems that we have created. Well, I think about these things. I do. Ultimately, I realize I don't have the answers. And I wonder if anybody really has the answers. I've come to appreciate that there's so much more we don't know than we really know. We don't know, for example, what it was like for humans in the 190,000 year history that we had before we developed civilization. And what was it that triggered civilization finally after so long? Why did that happen? Were there other civilizations here before humans? I was reading an article today that said, yeah, there could have been some other intelligent, let's say intelligent reptiles, maybe a hundred million years ago, who had an advanced civilization. And How would we know? Because over time whatever artifacts they may have created could be destroyed. And you think, really? We find fossils that are so much older than that? We can uh, look at the ground and see all the sedimentary layers and understand so much about geological history. You'd think if there had been an earlier civilization, we would know about it. But then, as I say, there's so much we don't know. What we don't know is like a million times, a zillion times more than we do know. We are that ignorant. We are that ignorant. So, I guess <laughs> what's in all of this for you? <laughs> what is the lesson here? What is the lesson here for you? I I can only say that since I'm concluding on the note of the ignorance of the human species. How can we be humble in the face of our ignorance? How can we realistically appreciate and treat our own ignorance? I'll leave you with that thought. And thank you once again for being with me.